0: True connections is a journey within to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these true connections so that you can get into the flow of life, receive the things that you want without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. Thank you for listening to this podcast entitled Supreme Service. Let me introduce this topic by telling you an unusual story of Supreme Service. A friend of mine recently wrote me that he would be flying into Phoenix in the next couple of days and he'd have a very short layover. He asked if we could have dinner. Excitedly, I responded yes and began planning where we might go off campus so we wouldn't have to eat any of that dreaded airport food. Our timetable would be tight as we had less than three hours in between his flights. I had arranged a restaurant that was very close to the airport that would have great ambiance to our having a phenomenal conversation and a quick meal. Everything was set. The day of our getting together arrived and my friend texted me that his flight leaving California was delayed. I thought to myself, oh boy, how's this going to work? I texted him back to update me as he could. Through many texts back and forth and my even contemplating abandoning the whole idea of trying to get together, I found myself driving hurriedly to the airport where we'd find someplace to eat on the fly as we only had about 45 minutes. My friend had just come up the escalator and I had just walked out of an elevator from the airport parking lot when we saw one another excitedly and hugged. I looked up and there was a simple fast food restaurant where I knew we could at least get a salad. My friend and I were already talking a mile a minute in between placing our food orders. Upon paying for the meal, a very kind... A nondescript cashier said, Thank you, Mr. Jolly. I smiled at her attentiveness as I was handed back my credit card. I nodded and continued the conversation with my friend. We sat at a tiny table that was barely big enough to hold our meals and a couple drinks. My friend is originally from the Midwest, and he has spent some considerable time in New York, so the pace of our conversation can really hum. (laughs) You may have noticed that I can talk quickly, too, so we were both talking very hurriedly. To my surprise, our cashier came from behind the counter and was now serving us our food. She placed the meals before us correctly, knowing whose meal was whose, and then asked, is there anything more I can get you? I thought to myself, what is this? We're in a fast food place at the airport and no one serves food to your table. My friend then asked, can you tell me where we could get some water? Our cashier, now a waitress, said, I'll get it. She then looked at me and said, would you like one? I was overwhelmed by her politeness, and I simply said, sure. She smiled and proceeded to get our waters. She dropped them off and disappeared, like someone serving at a truly nice restaurant, not wanting to bother us in our deep conversation. I finally wasn't talking, quite a feat, I know, and I put my fork into my salad and came up with a piece of chicken. Since I'm a vegetarian, this was a problem, and I looked down at my whole salad, and it was covered with chunks of white meat. I didn't order any chicken, so I grabbed my meal and went back to the counter. Smiling, I said, I'm so sorry, but I don't think I ordered any meat on my salad. The cashier pointed to the expansive menu that was practically the length of the whole restaurant, which read, Asian salad with chicken. Embarrassed now, I said, I'm sorry, I didn't see the chicken part. I'll just pick out the chicken. The cashier said, no, I'll take care of it, while grabbing the clear clamshell containing my meal from my right hand. I said, okay, and I hustled back to the table because I didn't want to miss a word in talking with my friend. Within a couple minutes, my completely new salad was delivered again at our table by the only other employee at the restaurant beyond the cook. I nodded again in gratitude, expecting to be left alone as our cashier turned waitress said, would either of you like a little bread? My friend said, sure, knowing good and well we weren't eating at a restaurant with a fine white linen tablecloth. Our waitress looked at me and followed my friend's lead, and I again nodded my head. She'd left as quick as she'd come and was back again with fresh bread. To be fair, we were eating at a fast food bakery. But still, when was the last time you were served bread with a fast food meal at an airport? While we weren't served butter and a special handcrafted butter dish made from China— It was delivered on a white plate instead of someone dropping the foil-wrapped square cubes of butter on the table or in a bag saying, it's over in the condiment area. I kept thinking to myself, what's going on here? My friend is no spiritual slouch, and he too recognized that we were getting formal VIP treatment. I was smiling because my friend was smiling, but we remained focused on catching up as fast as we could. Time was ticking. I looked at my watch and I said, I'm not sure what time you need to go. And my friend said, now. I pulled out a $100 bill hidden from my wallet and said, give me just a minute. My friend already knew what I was up to as I found the cashier wiping the long table where the patrons stand as they eat at the front of the restaurant. I approached the woman and I said, it's rare to be served in such a loving and sincere way. I had folded the Benjamin, so you couldn't determine the value of the currency, and I slipped it across the table with our eyes deeply connected as I continued thanking her for our meal and her extraordinary service. She quickly pocketed the folded bill, and I smiled because I knew that she had no idea of the amount shared. From my perspective, this is the best part, because I've been surprised all night with gesture after gesture of pure love and service. I hope that she might be pleasantly surprised later. My friend was already standing and organizing his carry-on stuff when he said to me, You are a prince. I said, I can't encourage that kind of stuff enough. You know, to truly give like that, especially when it comes from the heart. My friend dropped his eyes, and with a big smile, and said, I know. I know he gets it, and I hugged him even harder because he knows, too, I recognize him for his grace and love to offer supreme service. I said before we departed, It was worth every minute. Sharing my deep love and appreciation for our relationship, my friend said, I told you it would be, in jest to my previous consideration of not coming due to our exceedingly small window of time to meet. While time is limited, supreme service isn't. Serving is only one half of the equation, it's the giving half. Next week, appropriately so, I'll be speaking of the receiving half and how gratitude is on the other side of the equal sign. In this moment, I want to focus on your offering supreme service. You may wonder why. Why should you serve or give it all, let alone supremely? But somehow I don't think that you're the kind of person that needs an explanation to why giving is so important. Still, you may have overlooked the beauty of supreme service. Supreme service is selfless. It's unconditional. And it always comes from the heart. If you're a note-taking person, I've just offered you three points to offering supreme service. Supreme service is a joy. It is a road less traveled, for reasons I can't really explain. But it is rare. When you feel it, and you're the recipient of it, you truly feel like you've been touched by God. This reminds me of something else that I need to tell you. I was encouraged to watch The Kindness Diaries by another friend and client who said I had to watch it. She wasn't wrong. I did have to watch it. In a nutshell, the program was about Leon, a very successful American businessman, who felt hollow in all his acquisitions and relationships and set out to discover the world's kindness. Leon determined that he would travel the world in an old but brightly painted canary-yellow motorcycle and sidecar, His self-imposed mission was to discover the kindness of the world, and he would test this by having no money. This meant he had no provisions for gas for his motorcycle, nor would he have any money for food or lodging. Everything would have to come from people that he met and their desire to share kindness. You can't watch this series without truly experiencing how some people honestly offer love and kindness to one another. It's a perfect example of supreme service. I'm sharing all of this to talk to you about one meaningful incident that took place with Leon and his bright yellow motorcycle and sidecar. In this one particular episode, of which you can find by going to my post on my website, Westonjolly.com, Leon is offered a place to spend the night by a rickshaw driver in New Delhi, India. If you don't know, India is one of the poorest nations in the world, with an average income being around $1,963 annually. Make sure you register that figure correctly in your mind. That is, less than $2,000 U.S. dollars for the year. And, that's $166 a month. There you go. Now you've got it. So this rickshaw driver from New Delhi offers Leon a place to stay and a meal. What you find is that our family of four is living in an unspeakably small living space. The real kicker of supreme service is when the rickshaw driver offers Leon his bed to sleep in. Leon appropriately asks his host, Why would you offer me your own personal bed to sleep in? The rickshaw driver said, Because this is culture, Indian culture, guest Is like God. Now I want you to imagine sleeping in this twin sized bed with the family's two small children while your host and his wife sleeps on the hard floor. This is supreme service. It's not just serving tables when technically it's not your job, it's about heartfelt giving nobody really needs to be told how to serve. If someone is telling you to serve, then it will never be the same as you having the idea. On another occasion, I flew to New York many years ago with the intent to offer a workshop, and when I arrived at the Sheraton, it was really late. I was exhausted, and the room that I had booked had a problem. I went to the front desk and asked for some help, and the night clerk did an extraordinary job of upgrading me even to a nicer suite, especially when the hotel was full. I was starving, and I had badly mismanaged my eating for the day, but he further assisted me in at least getting something to eat before I retired for the night. I was touched by his love and generosity. I sat waiting, sitting in the bar, while he went into the kitchen to rustle me up some food clearly not his job. I was tired, but something about sitting in the bar felt funny. There was nothing wrong. It just felt energetically loopy. Finally, I looked up at the walls, and I saw good-sized pictures of real people helping other people during 9-11 at the falling of the Twin Towers. I felt deeply connected to the people who were gone, even more connected to the firefighters police officers, and literally everyone else who offered supreme service. I hoped that trip to again see a woman who had lost her ex-brother-in-law during his supreme service and destruction of the World Trade Towers. Suddenly, the clerk shot out of the kitchen and served me my food, and I ate in deep emotion and in hope that my service in coming to New York would truly be felt by the many that were still grieving. As a matter of information, I wrote the CEO of the Sheraton Hotels explaining my extraordinary service by the night clerk at his hotel. Naturally, I didn't inform the clerk, but he did receive a nice accommodation from the CEO's office and he was given a very nice dinner for two for his supreme service. He wrote to thank me and asked me again if he could help me when I returned to the area. I'm now currently thinking of the many who are serving tirelessly to put out the fires in California, They are fighting the largest fire the state has ever had. During the day of publishing this podcast, the death toll stands at 42. I have insight that this number will grow to 102 before this incident is under control. What can you do or say to someone when they save your life? These people don't think twice about putting themselves in danger to really serve and help. There really aren't words for this kind of supreme service. And in that thought, I wonder how we can all take our game to serve to another level. I'll forever be thankful to the nurse who helped my best friend in and out of critical care when he underwent his second open heart surgery at 21 years of age. Her name was Pat I hugged her in the hallway just after I wheeled my best friend into the elevator for a pre-surgical test I couldn't attend. I wanted her to know from the depths of my being the compassion and love I had for her taking care of my best friend during his time of true need. I greeted another nurse in Boise, Idaho the same way after just meeting the woman who was now taking care of my mom after her stroke and her stay in intensive care. These supreme acts of service are so hard to describe because of how they touch you when you are the recipients of such love and kindness. I remember like yesterday, years ago, when our car mechanic knew I couldn't afford the BMW parts that we needed to fix our car. Our mechanic Richard contacted his brother in Germany, flew the parts in, and performed the needed repair at a fraction of the cost during a very tough financial time. Most people don't tip their car mechanics. I do. I do. I want Richard to know how much we value his supreme service. Richard's love, service, and passion for people isn't limited to me or my family. He's a true friend. I know he's given and given in so many circumstances and to so many others, including single moms who really needed a break, including giving them a loaner car at his cost while he fixed their car for the smallest amount of compensation. I'd really like to thank the family who donated the case of WD-40 to me, of which I in turn gave to Richard, our car mechanic. This was the second time that I was gifted a case of WD-40 to me as I gave it to Richard. By the way, we should talk about this clan. You see, this family offers supreme service everywhere they go. It's so natural, the whole family doesn't even think about it. Each member of this family easily demonstrates how we touch one another in acts of supreme service. It was almost a year ago when the eldest child of the same household offered abundant love. I wrote about abundant love in an article, and you'll find the URL associated within this post, or you can find abundant love in my blogs. It's definitely worth reading. I know of another instance whereby the woman of the same household helped her friend to attend our Hawaii retreat by taking care of her friend's entire airfare. If you're taking notes on how you can offer supreme service, Put your pen and paper down and remember this. Give from the heart. Give fully. Give supremely. Give with all the joy that makes you happy and giving this way. And if I were to offer you one, perhaps one more little hint, let all your giving be done without measurement. Let go of any of your expectations. Give more instead. Next week, We'll talk about offering thanks. But remember for today that in your giving supremely you'll find even more room to give more. It's fun and let it all come from the heart. For us to make true connections we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments so please leave a review at westonjollycom forward slash review or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection, and it's a tremendous help to others, too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.